I'm Governor Larry Hogan. Our state is taking unprecedented and aggressive actions in the fight to stop the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic here in Maryland. As you know, I recently issued a stay-at-home directive to ensure that no Marylander leaves his or her home unless it is for an essential job or for an essential purpose. I know how difficult this is on each and every one of you. There's a great deal of fear and anxiety. And the truth is that none of us really know how bad this is going to get or how long it's going to last. But I can promise you that there are a great many dedicated people doing tremendous things, working around the clock, and doing their very best to help keep Marylanders safe. In the days to come, we're going to need to depend on each other, to look out for one another, and to take care of each other, because we are all in this together, and we will get through this together. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Friday, May 29th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. It is Friday, so let's put this week to rest. Yesterday afternoon, Anne Arundel County Executive Stuart Pittman announced that Anne Arundel County is generally going to be following the state's guidelines for recovery effective tonight at 5 p.m. This was somewhat of a backtrack of a statement yesterday saying that he had to review this with the health department and made it sort of seem that it wasn't going to happen. But late yesterday afternoon, it did. Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley also issued a Me Too press release saying that he would be following the county's guidelines as well and not breaking apart from them like he did last time. So, beginning tonight at 5 p.m., non-essential businesses that are currently operating on their curbside are now open to customers based on 150 square feet per person, and that does include employees as well. That was initially scheduled for June 1st, so they moved that up a couple days. Hair salons and barbershops will be able to open for hair services only. That's going to be based on 100 square feet per person just because of the small footprint of those types of facilities. Bars, restaurants, and social clubs with dining facilities are now able to serve food and beverages for consumption in outdoor seating areas. You have to follow the state guidelines that Governor Hogan laid out the day before yesterday. And the County Office of Planning and Zoning is authorizing outdoor seating for food and beverage service as a temporary use for up to 180 days. A permit will not be required for the temporary use, so you can expect to see some tents and tables filling up parking lots when they have them, or possibly some parking spots out in front of the restaurants. Very cool. Additional recreation and park amenities are going to be opening up tonight at 5 as well. Dog parks, dog beaches, county beaches, and pavilions. Beginning on June 1st at 8 a.m., they're going to open up the athletic fields for youth skills training only. There will not be any organized activities, just for training and basketball courts. And on June 5th, and this is for the people that have community pools, the county is going to start their seasonal inspections on a rolling basis. Pools are able to open under state guidelines once they are approved by the county. Now, the state guidelines require you to keep them at 25% capacity. People need to sign in and out. You need to have signs posted saying that if you're sick, go away. And you do need to maintain social distancing while in the pool area. Looking forward a little bit into July, July 6th, they're going to have a modified county outdoor day camps will begin. 
They'll be limited to 10 people, 8 children, and 2 staff, and registration for those begins on June 11th. Traditional camps this summer are canceled, and specialty camps are delayed to July or August of this year at this point. Pittman is not doing anything with the houses of worship right now. You can do that inside with 10 people or less. There is no option for an outdoor religious service. Pittman is meeting with more than 50 pastors and faith leaders in the area, and they are working toward a plan to be able to safely expand capacity down the road a little bit. Just a reminder of the things that do remain closed. Senior centers, fitness centers and gyms, movie theaters, including pop-up drive-in theaters, which I'm not quite sure I understand that, shopping malls, nail salons, playgrounds, County Park Visitor Centers, County Park Restrooms, Indoor Aquatic Centers, and Recreation Centers are all remaining closed. A little bit later on today at 12.30 p.m., tune into the County Executive's Facebook page. Anne Arundel County Executive Stuart Pittman is what you can search for. He will be discussing these opening procedures, and there will be ability to ask questions on the Facebook Live. In more county news, Anne Arundel County has agreed to give Annapolis $4.25 million of their CARES Act funding to fight the COVID virus. Now, the county got $101 million from the Treasury, and after some negotiation, they came to an agreement, and the city will get $4.25 million of that. Now, the agreement does require the same level of accountability and reporting that the feds require of the county, and the funds can only be used on specific equipment and actions that are related to COVID-19 response. They can't be used to replace lost revenue. The county is ultimately going to be posting this data on their Open Arundel website, but that is not in there just yet. The data is not available. And so far to date, the county has purchased protective personal equipment, equipment to make workplaces safe, food and food distribution for those in need, and also provided money for rental assistance to prevent evictions. And as we prepare to reopen the economy, I'll tell you, Blackwall Hitch has been doing a lot of homework on this one. And they sent out a release yesterday saying that they are ready to accept guests beginning tonight. Over the past eight weeks, they've refinished their hardwood floors, repainted all the dining rooms, cleaned all the light bulbs, detailed every corners, kitchens, ovens, bathrooms, sinks, you name it. They've cleaned it, they've sanitized it, and they do have a bunch of COVID-19 policies and procedures in place for the restaurant and the staff. Among those are taking the temperatures of every employee that arrives to work, mandating that all employees wear face masks, all employees must wash their hands every 15 minutes, all employees must use gloves when handling food, beverages, plates, silverware, they will have disposable menus and digital menus that can be viewed on your own personal device. All seats and tables are six to eight feet apart. They have a new sanitation and cleaning procedure throughout the facility every 30 minutes, and they've offered extensive training to staff on how to deal with all of that. They have also adopted a reservation-only policy. This is for a number of different reasons. It's going to assist the management in figuring out how much food to buy, how much staff to schedule. It's going to also ensure that there are not masses of people arriving at one time waiting around, thereby making social distancing a little bit easier. It's also going to ensure that they're able to deliver the type of service they expect to deliver to each of their customers. It will also ensure that they can fill as many seats as they legally and are safely allowed to do. They did warn, they said, Please honor your reservation. Don't make them go to a policy where they need to collect a credit card when you make the reservation and charge you a no-show fee when you don't show up. I'll tell you, if you want to read an interesting article, check out the WashingtonCityPaper.com. Just search for When Restaurants and Bars Reopen. It's a recent article, and it's really interesting how many different restaurants will handle the challenges of paying a bill in a post-COVID-19 world. I thought it was interesting. I was surprised. And boy, I think it's going to be a different world when we get back to whatever normal looks like. 
And if you missed the 30,000 pounds of chicken at Homestead Gardens a couple weeks ago, you do have a second chance, but it's not at Homestead Gardens. This time it is at the Bowie Bay Sox. They've struck up a partnership with Mountain Air Farms, and they are going to have a mega drive through chicken truckload sale. Sounds like it should have a big echo on there. But that's going to happen on Saturday, June 13th at the Prince George's Stadium. You do need to pre-order your chicken. You can order it now through June 9th. You just go to baysocks.com and you've got to order, pay in full, and select a pickup time for Saturday, June 13th. Saturday rolls around. They're going to be there from 9 to 3 p.m. It will be drive through no contact. You just go in, tell them your name. They'll load your car up. And you do have two purchase options. Both of them are 40-pound cases with four 10-pound bags in it. The first one is a bone-in chicken leg quarter for $22. That's just 50 cents a pound. And the other one is a 40-pound case of frozen boneless chicken breasts for $54. And that's just $1.35 per pound, much cheaper than anything you can find around there. As I said, each case contains four 10-pound bags, perfect for grilling out on the deck. And 40 pounds, I think that would keep you through all the summer long. Again, orders must be placed by June 9th at 5 p.m. Go to baysocks.com and get your chicken on. All right, it does wrap it up for the news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we're going to update these stories and more throughout the day. If you're someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that. And let your friends and family and colleagues know about us. Let them know how to subscribe to a podcast and how to subscribe to this one. Now, you just need to hang out a little bit. We have George Young standing by with your local DMV weather forecast. But first, we've got a quick message from Solar Energy Services. Oh, and have a great weekend. Get out, support your favorite local businesses, take your pup to the dog beach, and we'll see you on Monday. Hello, Marylanders. This is Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services in Millersville, Maryland, wishing you good health and a rapid return to prosperity. Uncertainty is one of the hardest parts of our current situation. As we move towards our new normal, you may want to consider adding more certainty to your financial future by locking in the low cost of clean solar energy. The economics of solar are tremendous, and there's no better source than a trusted team at Solar Energy Services. Residential solar projects typically earn the homeowner 8 to 12% annually over the life of the system, with even better returns for commercial systems. If you have some downtime now, take advantage of our powerful remote design capabilities, allowing one of our experienced solar designers to provide a presentation, followed by a detailed, accurate proposal, all from a safe distance. Call us today at 410-923-6090 or visit us at solarsaves.net. Sunshine's a waste, but together we'll get through this. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, May 29th. Yesterday brought a bit of rain to the Annapolis region and today may bring even more as PM storms are possible and some could potentially turn severe as low pressure and a pair of cold fronts will move through the eastern U.S. over the next 24 to 36 hours. Look for temps in the 80s today with humid conditions, making it feel very summer-like across Anne Arundel County, followed by upper 70s to low 80s, and some possible a.m. showers or storms Saturday before skies clear late morning into the p.m. hours to kick off the weekend, paving the way for a sunny and cooler Sunday with high temps in the 70 to 77 degree range, with the early outlook for next week being more sunshine and more 70s on Monday and Tuesday to start the month off of June before 80s and small rain chances return Wednesday and Thursday. 
Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great weekend out there. Continue to do all you can to stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website at dmdweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. This is Wes Adams, candidate for Circuit Court Judge. As your former state's attorney, I built a reputation for being fair for our community, tough on violent crime, and compassionate to those in need. I work to set up specialized court proceedings designed to support recovery and to get our vets out of the criminal justice system. I partnered with our schools to help protect students and break the school-to-prison pipeline. I will bring these same values as judge to the circuit court. I respectfully ask that you vote for me, Wes Adams, on June 2nd. Paid for by the Friends of Wes Adams, John Spencer, Treasurer. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.